Welcome to episode three of the Spirit Life Truth podcast. Today I am sitting down with Nastasia Brand, who is recovering from topical steroid withdrawal. Now, last year, Nastasia went to Sri Lanka on a wellness retreat and was able to use different Ayurvedic methods to help heal her skin. And her story is quite incredible. So I hope you stick around. Well, let's get started. So here I'm with Nastasia Brand. And you also have had quite the journey with eczema and topical steroid withdrawal. And I'm so glad that you're sitting down with me because I, I feel like you have a unique, a unique perspective uh, to share with people because you actually did a more like Ayurvedic approach and you went to a wellness um, a place in Sri Lanka. And I just, um, I'd love to hear your entire experience. And so I think to start out, um, do you mind sharing with us your, um, just from the beginning, you know, when did you get eczema? What treatments were you using then? And I just would love it if you could just take us through your entire experience um, to where you are today. Sure. All right. First of all, <laughs> I hope my English is good enough. I mean, I'm, I'm from Germany. I'm not originally from the States or something, but I try my best. <laughs> okay. So, well, um, the whole journey with eczema started when I was pretty young, actually. I was six months old and uh, my mother started to recognize some, yeah, some rashes on my hands and, and my elbows and stuff like that. So the, the general usual part, I mean, but that was like 35 years ago almost. So and um, nobody really knew about eczema. It just started to happen with the babies. I, I learned that today it's quite often already uh, with the babies that a lot of baby, like every second baby or something has a rash now on their skin. It's crazy. But anyhow, so 35 years ago, it was not that common yet. And the first thing the doctors told my mom was put steroids on it, put some cortisone on it. And luckily enough, she had a little medical um influence with her job just very little but it made her not do that and I'm so so happy about that so actually I got raised by not using any steroids or um yeah any cortisone lotions or something like that so yeah but I was struggling with it back and forth it was gone for a few days uh, for a few years and then it came back and I think the first big time was when I was like 12, 13 years old and in high school and my face got all red and crusty and everything like the usual external stuff. And um, yeah, so I think I remember that time was really the first time my mom was really considering something medical about it, but we did not really agree to steroids or anything like that yet. And um, we were trying it with food. Uh, we were trying it with different diets, but it was more, everything was just a test. We never really had a conclusion to it. It was always like, you can start to test on something like that. But nobody said like, okay, here's something that will cure you except for steroids. And um, yeah, so, um, but still I never really used anything like that. So I think a couple of years later by 14, 15 or something, it was gone for quite a long time. I had some rashes every now and then, but not really something big that would bother me a lot. I was always very cautious about my skin, but that's about it. And um, I think the first really, really strong flare I had that is like eight years ago or something like that now. So it was in, in my mid-20s. And um, yeah, 
like my eczema started to get all over my body and I didn't know what was going on because this was the first time that it was not really my neck or my face. It was like all over my body. I looked so bad and my arms started to, to flare up and everything. So that was pretty crazy. And uh, so yeah, I went to eight different doctors actually that time and everybody was like, it's just stress and you need to put steroids on it. And I was always like, but hey, I mean, I have so much stress in my life, but this is not really, I didn't see the link between stress and my eczema going that crazy. So I didn't really recognize that. And I was still not using any steroids for it. So yeah, but then I had, um, uh, what, what's the what's the word for that in English? In Germany, we say Heilpraktiker. She's not really a doctor, but she gives you advice on, on um, non-medical treatments. Um, or, like um, a naturopath? <laughs> yeah, probably might be the right word something like that probably yeah mm -hmm. so I went to her um I was advised uh, by my boyfriend that time actually <laughs> to go and, and see her because his ex-girlfriend also had eczema and she got really good um yeah treatments with her so uh, I went uh, to see her but it took me like almost six months to really go and work with her because that time I was not really into all that spirit stuff yet and uh, I was I was thinking, okay, I don't really want to go there. What is she going to do? Maybe she will give me any, I don't know, light treatment or something. I was so cautious about that. I thought it was just some, yeah, hocus pocus that I really don't want to see. So, yeah, but after six months and not getting rid of my eczema with anything that I tried, um, yeah, except for exactly. <laughs> um, I went there and she told me, okay, it might be the foods. And so we got... Um, an allergy test that nobody else ever did before. And then we found out that I'm allergic to certain kind of foods, like things you would not even know about, like onions and, and pepper and stuff like that. So something that would not actually um, yeah, show up on any kind of allergy list, but it was on mine. So I see that. And then you could really see like within three weeks, my skin was almost clear. And then I was good for, for years, but it was actually, it was 65 uh, foods I couldn't eat anymore. And 65? I was, I was done with that. So um, for, for, yes, <laughs> I was pretty Oh crazy. my gosh. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. It was a crazy time though, but I was so relieved actually that I was knowing now what it was. So yeah. And she also explained to me, and that was something that really hit me. She explained to me that this is something um, temporarily it's it's not really forever it's just that my body for now is not able to take those foods or fight against these foods when they're inside of my body so uh, it might be just for for some months or something that I should delete them and delete them sorry eliminate and delete <laughs> so um, yeah so I should delete them and then I'm like after six months or something I can try to introduce them back to my diet so yeah, so I stayed, I stick with the diet for non-gluten and non-milky stuff and non-ag. So everything I ate was pretty much vegan except for meat. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was really good with that until October, 2018. Um, yeah, then it came back like really, really strong. And first I thought it was because um, of my emotional stuff that I went through at that time. I had some pretty, uh, pretty big issues with my family that time for like almost three years going on that time. And I thought it was because of that, because we just, yeah, we, we calmed down all of us a little bit. And I thought because we were just like breathing again with the whole situation, I skin, that was my explanation that time. 
but it got worse and uh, it got worse than anything I knew before. So every time when I had a flare up in my life, it always got worse and worse and worse. So in, in, in October 2018, I had no explanation at all why this was coming up except for my emotional stuff. And um, yeah, so I went to the, to the woman again and um, she let me test it again and she told me, well, it's pretty much the same food still. And um, so we tried to, to eliminate them again, but that did not work. And then my skin got worse and worse and worse. And by December, it was so bad. Like my whole body was covered with a big rash. It was so thick and crusty and leathery. And, and I, I did not know what this was. My eyes started to itch really bad, something I did not um, feel before and stuff like that. So it was pretty crazy. And um, yeah, and that was the first time I was just thinking about spirits. And um, my friend, um, she also has eczema since a long time. And she was like, why don't you just take them for now to get a relief and then try to get better from them? And I was really going back and forth with that situation for like two weeks or something. And finally gave in. I was like, okay, you know what? I'll just try it. I'll just do it. Because right now I really need something to, to get out of the situation because I still had my business going on and I could not leave for, for a day or something. So that was a pretty crazy situation. And I was so down. I was so desperate. I was like, okay, you know what? I'll just take it for now. That's what I did. And it took like three days or something. And my skin was perfect. And I was really relieved on the one hand, but on the other hand, I was so shocked how strong that stuff is that that I just put on my skin and nobody really like I went to the doctor and told her um, what I was thinking I wanted to do and it was not a problem to get those steroids not at all and and I did not really like nobody really checked me so my doctor did not um, really check my skin or anything she just let me come into the room talk to me for five minutes and I left the recipe for that stupid steroid stuff you know it was so easy to get them and yeah so my skin cleared up after three days of using them and um, then I um, I knew she did not tell me that my doctor did not tell me that but I knew I had to slowly get out of the steroids again that's what I was trying to do then and I think it took me like 10 days or something to to stop using them again yeah and it was fine for like four or five more days but then it came back even stronger and then I started to do research about this whole thing and then I don't know what it was but I don't even really know anymore but some yeah it was I, I remember I was sitting on the couch and, and googling and researching and everything trying to find something except for steroids that really didn't help for for the long run and then I came um, across the word topical steroid withdrawal and I instantly felt something was hitting me there. It was like, I was still doubting because it was the first time I used it and just for once, you know, and then I was like, this cannot be true. I mean, and I was thinking about it and I was researching pictures and all the things you do when you find out about something, you start to Google it, you start to research it. And I was like, oh my God, that's me. And I was reading so many essays about topical steroid with, uh, withdrawal and I was like oh my god I think I have that and then I started to remember that in 2018 in summertime I got steroid tablets I did not use them for my skin but I had something else that was going on with my body and the doctors described me that so I was like oh okay I did not put it on my skin but I took it I mean I, I, I put it into my system 
So um, the next thing that happened, I had um, a very bad accident with my with my bike, and I crushed on my shoulder. That was um, a couple months before. What did I do? They gave me steroid shots in my shoulder, and right before my skin started to break out in October 2018, I had an eye infection, and they gave me steroid drops for my eyes. So um, yeah, it was so crazy. I mean, I never really put them on my skin because I learned from my mom not to do that. But with all the other stuff, I did not even think about it. I mean, they told me to do that. Okay, well, I don't know anything about shoulders or eyes or anything. So I just took them, you know. And then when I was reading that, I started to cry. I was bawling. I was sitting there. I was like, this can't be true. I mean, I did not, I did not question anything they told me, but I just took it and that's probably when my skin pro uh, broke out. And, and I remember I was talking to my boyfriend. I told him that. And he was like, that might be it. I mean, it's just probably my body and I'm addicted to it. And um, yeah, so I started to, yeah, to go in my withdrawal. That was like in January, February, something like that. And um, yeah, it got really, really bad. I mean you know what I was talking about, what I'm talking about. I mean, I had big crust and then my, my skin was itchy and I scratched and I scratched. I couldn't even stop scratching what was bleeding anymore. I mean, I went through the flesh and stuff. It, it was such a bad itch. I never had something like that before. It was so crazy. And that feeling of having a very, very strong sunburn all over your body and that oozing and everything that I had to go through, it was so bad. Like the worst part for me was that I always had to wear, until today, actually, I do it. Um, I think this might be the first year that I could stop doing this. But I, I'm still wearing long sleeves. Like, no matter what I'm wearing underneath, I always have long sleeves. And also, when you go to bed, you wear long sleeves and, and like, everything. Because, you know, first of all, you will ruin all your clothes with the blood and everything on your on your uh, skin. And the other thing was that, like, from the oozing, my my uh, my clothes always stuck to my to my skin. And every time when I took it off, or bad sheets. I mean, when you lay down, put your face on the pillow, and you turn around, and it starts to stick on your face, stuff like that. It was it was yeah, it was horrible. Now that I think of it, I didn't think of it for a long time because it's gone since so long, the oozing part at least. And yeah, so. I remember that my skin was starting to get a little better after um, a few months. And then I got an infection on my skin, on the new skin and everything. It, was, it started to um, like a little spot on my arm. It was like, it looked like, um, you probably know pictures of, of cigarettes. When you put like cigarettes onto your skin, those little circles, that's how it started to look like. And I looked at it, I was like, what is that? And it started to grow a little. And then all of a sudden my whole arm, my whole chest, my face a little was covered with these little circles and they started to get really, really bad, like all over my body. And I didn't know what to do. And um, over here, you don't really have any support. Um, like when you go to a doctor or anything, nobody believes you and nobody is going with like, yeah, you're right. You have topical steroid withdrawal. None of that is happening over here. I could not reach out to, to any doctor that I could talk to about this or anything. Um, I mean, I found some literature, uh, literature, yeah, you've got my thing, um, like some references maybe um, about infections on your skin um, during topical steroid, but nothing really that could help me. And yeah, and I still had to go to work and stuff. So um, yeah, what did I do? Actually, I went to the doctor again. because I, I am just <laughs> eating this up. This is so fascinating. Okay, and, and, 
and actually, I'm glad you're talking about this because I feel like there are concerns about infection when going through yeah. topical steroid withdrawal. And so hearing your experience with that, I think is extremely valuable. So yeah, okay, so good. yes, keep, <laughs> keep going. I'm, this, is, this is great information. Thank you. All right. Okay. So yeah, so I went back to my doctor because I didn't know what to do about this infection because I didn't have any idea. I mean, I was going also back and forth for a couple of days if I really should go there again. But I didn't know what to do. I mean, I was desperate. This thing was like crawling all over my body and I didn't know what to do. So I went back there and first thing she said was, okay, we will put steroids on it. And I looked at her and I was like, absolutely no, I'm not going to, to do any of this again. I don't want this. And she asked me, why don't you want this? And I was like, because it will infect your whole body system and it will infect all your organs and stuff. And then she looked at me, she was like, by putting on a lotion onto your skin. And I was like, are you a doctor or not? I mean, of course, it's so obvious that everything that you put onto your skin goes into your body. And that was so like mind blowing and, and eye opening to me what, what, what she was talking about, you know, it was, it was crazy. So yeah, and then um, she also gave me a little brochure that was funny, um, that had a big, big title on it saying, <laughs> don't fear steroids. So, okay, good. Well, I will not read that, but okay. She gave it to me and then she subscribed to steroids again. I went back outside and I was like, okay, well, she did not give me any other option. So I don't have any other option than like taking it, see what's happening, or I will put steroids on it again. And I remember I was thinking about it for five days. I couldn't sleep. I didn't know what to do. The infection got worse. It was like all over my face again. And yeah, like really, really spots on my on my forehead and my cheeks and everything. And it hurt. I mean, it hurt so bad. It was almost worse than the, the other stuff, like the scratching part and everything. So yeah, and then I didn't know what to do. So I used steroids again and I was like, okay, I will just start it over. I will just do them again. And then after that, I will just start over the process. And that's what I did. And yeah, that was um, last year in July, I think. Yeah, so I started over not using steroids, getting rid of steroids. And I have to check my phone because I wrote it down in there. It was June or July last year. And yeah, and then my skin got really, really, really bad. Like, even though I thought I was going through the worst thing ever before, but in July, it got so crazy. And over here in Germany, last year was a very super hot summer. I did not feel any like warm temperature outside. I could not feel it. I was freezing. I was shivering. Next time I was sweating. I started to smell that smell. That was so bad. I like not only from your sweat, just your whole body starts to smell. The oozing part started all over again. And that was really bad. I remember when I woke up in the mornings, my, my upper lip was rusty that I could just like take it apart. It was so crazy. It, it almost like felt like my whole lip was falling off and stuff like that. And eating started to be hard because everything was crusty. I mean, I didn't feel like laughing anymore, but I couldn't eat her because you couldn't move your lips and your mouth and everything like that. Your eyes, 
they start to swell up. I, I remember waking up sometimes in the morning, I couldn't open up my eyes all the way because they were so swollen, stuff like that. So my body went crazy. And I remember like going into my store and everything. I was, I was trying to, to be normal, but of course you can't be normal. But it was, yeah, it was just a very bad time. And then um, um, took part. I mean, I'm, I'm a lucky case. I mean, this went just on for, for a couple months for me. But there are other cases outside that go on for years. So I'm super lucky and I'm super happy that it didn't take that long. So yeah, after a couple of months, my skin got a little better, at least so I could live with it, kind of. And um, yeah, then I was talking to my friend and um, she was like, you have to go to Sri Lanka. And I looked at her, I was like, why to Sri Lanka? And she was like, do an Ayurvedic core, um, Ayurvedic treatment. And she was like super certain about that. I was like, why do you think it would help me? And because she doesn't have any skin issues at all. And she said, it will help you. It will start to help you to, to relax your mind also, and therefore also your skin. I'm pretty sure about that. And then I started to Google all these Ayurvedic places where you could go all over the world, not only to, to Sri Lanka. And then um, I found one in Spain, one over here in Germany. And then I was talking to her again. She was like, no, you have to go to this one certain place because they do the traditional stuff, go there. I was like, okay, well, I'll just sit here. I was in my plane to Sri Lanka. It took me, I don't know, I think like almost 30 hours to get there. It was crazy. And I was in, in frightened at the same time because I didn't know what was going on and what was going to happen. I remember when my boyfriend brought me to the airport, he left me with very, very strong words. Yeah, I, yeah, I get emotional when, when I think about what he told me. It was so... It was so big. He was like, use that time wisely. You have two weeks now to get rid of all that stuff that bodies you, all that stuff that is holding you back. And he was just talking about the, the, the energy stuff, the spiritual stuff, you know? And so I went there and I got there and it was such a crazy time. Um, after 30 hours, it was, yeah, I remember this one situation. I came, uh, came there to Sri Lanka at the airport, like my final destiny after two flights. And then, out of the airplane I was like okay well, it's a four hour drive where I have to go and I have to take a taxi but I've never been here I don't speak their language I don't know what's going on and I just went outside and like magically there was this guy looking at me he was like smiling at me he was like do you need help and I had this thing in my head be careful they're probably just trying to get tourists and stuff like that and then I was like well I could use a taxi and he was like where do you need to go and I told him and he was like, okay, it's a four-hour drive, but we'll get you there. Don't worry about it. And he took my, my suitcase. And I was like, don't take my suitcase. <laughs> I want to be safe, you know, stuff like that. And, um, but yeah, he put it in a uh, taxi and then they drove me to where I had to be. And like instantly, everybody was so nice to me. My, my driver, he was like, he was stopping every hour. He barely spoke any English. And, but he was stopping every hour to make sure I'm fine and I could use the bathrooms and stuff like that. It was really cool. So I got there and um, to my final destination, to the spa treatment where I had to be. And they put like flowers over my head, the whole thing, you know, when you get there. And they gave me a little, uh, a little teeny tiny coconut with a spa in there. And it was so nice. And I started to cry because I felt so welcome and I felt so right to be there. 
yes <laughs> so that's for now until i got there i don't know if you have any further questions about this now <laughs> that was oh, my I'm journey until then <laughs> taking this all in i just and i'm honestly a little bit in tears just you know because <laughs> it res your, your story resonates with me and i know with so many people because we're instinctively t feeling like certain things aren't right. And then the doctors have a whole nother story. And so you're kind of constantly in that battle of like, well, the doctor should know best, but then my intuition's telling me otherwise. And so just that whole journey, I feel, I just wish I could hug you because I, and you're so strong and the way that you were able to just stand up for yourself and do what you felt like you needed to do to just even get through those months. I, I'm just, I feel so proud of you too. Um, but this, this bit about Sri Lanka, I, I'm so intrigued because a lot of people right now are looking for these wellness, um, uh, I wanna say retreats, um, where they can go and heal not only physically, but emotionally, spiritually. And, um, and that really is a huge part of the healing process that I think some people don't realize. They're looking for that quick fix you know, what can I do? Um, they want to have control over their healing. And that's not always um, the plan. And, and a lot of times it does, you know, you have to kind of tackle it from a couple different angles. And so yes. just, um, but it, it feels very meant to be. You were, I love that you, you felt like you were in the right place at the right time. I love, you know, the words that, um, that your um, significant other shared with you just take that time because in a way it is a gift to be able to be able to do that some people don't have that that ability to go for that amount of time and and it made me emotional because i i had a similar i didn't go get you know go to sri lanka but i did go to my mother's house and for um two to three weeks uh i was there she was caring for me my husband was caring for our daughter and I knew that was a very um, unique opportunity to have the time where I could remove responsibility and really focus on myself. And we, you know, we don't, we don't always get to do that. And I, um, anyway, listening to you, I feel like it's a novel. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? You know? So <laughs> I just, I, uh, I'm very excited for you to share with us, you know, your, this next part of your journey. It's like the next chapter because I, um, I, yeah, I think that this is a, another unique perspective that you're bringing um, to everybody. Yeah. First of all, thank you for, for your like words and on how our stories really are comparable to each other. It's true. I feel the same about it. And, and you are right. I'm, I'm very, very lucky to be able to, to just go there. I mean, I run my own store and it was kind of like a fight to, to be able to do that, to leave my whole team alone. It was a fight, like a struggle inside of me because I've never done something like that before. And yeah, that was pretty crazy. But not only that, I also have the money to go there, you know, and I didn't need to worry about that. I mean, it is not very, very cheap to fly to, to a foreign country that far. And I'm super lucky that I'm able to do this and just don't, that I didn't, yeah, I did not even have to think twice about it, about the money and everything. And I was super lucky about that. And I'm very grateful. Um, yeah, so going back to my journey again, um, Sri Lanka was definitely 
a turning point for me. It was a game changer, definitely. First of all, it is not a quick fix, and I still struggle sometimes with my skin, but it was definitely a game changer to go there. And not only because the treatments I got, I mean, that was a big part of it, but also I learned so much about myself during these two weeks, and I learned so much about my life and, and my situation and something I really started to recognize in that time is that my skin is not a bad thing. I mean, I was fighting it all my life and I, I hated to be within my skin, which is pretty scary when you think about that. But for the first time, I started to see all the opportunities my, my bad skin gives me. And um, yeah, it was, it was very nice. I mean, with the whole um, situation, when I started to, to research on, on TSW, I also started to recognize all the energy work and stuff about that. I started to do my energy story uh, journey like uh, three years ago, but um, my skin started to, to yeah, I want to say like almost like step up my game with this, you know? And um, so in Sri Lanka, I got there, as I said, after a few hours, and I felt that I was right uh, to be there. And then I was talking to the hotel manager. Um, he welcomed me instantly. And I, he showed me the whole um, yeah, retreat where I was. And then I said, okay, so where are all the other guests? And he looked at me and he was like, you're the only one. And I was like, what? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I mean, um, it's not our season yet. And usually we always have like two to four guests um, in the off season, but right now you're the only one and you're probably staying the only one. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and first uh, that was very weird to me. But on the other hand, I was like, okay, that really gives me time to spend time with myself and, and think about myself. And yeah, so the first night I remember was pretty scary, actually. I mean, on the one side of the retreat of the um, house of the hotel, it was not really a hotel building, as you can imagine. It was more like a little building, a very open building um, with, uh, I think it was six rooms or maybe seven rooms. So it was very small, just for a few amount of people. And on the one side, there was the beach. On the other side there was the jungle so I was right in between the jungle and the beach and um, my room was not even a whole stony wally building it was more like um, like um, yeah the roof was only wooden and the walls um, on the one side was only covered with wood so it was pretty much very open in the jungle and I remember he told me uh, don't worry about the nights um, yeah, our housekeeper will be here. And I was like, somebody else? He was like, no, but he, he's all right with you. I was like, okay, so it's just me and him in the middle of the jungle almost. And um, yeah, I heard the, the animals and everything jumping on the roof and everything. It was pretty crazy, but also very exciting. And um, yeah, so the first couple of nights I couldn't sleep because it was so loud. Like at night it was so loud there, but so lovely at the same time. So yeah, what happened there was um, I was a couple of different uh, treatments every day, like um, some of them were in, like for, for the feet or for your head. So it was a bunch of different things and um, five of them, as I said, uh, every day. You also got um, like herbal masks and everything, but not only on your face, as you could think maybe, but um, also on your whole body. And Yeah, so they really worked with very old traditional medical things to to get your body working but 
they were not just focusing on my skin, but they were focusing on the whole system. And I remember this one time when I was actually in the steam bath and yeah, so I was in there and all these emotions, feeling them. And um, the lady t- uh, that took care of me, that uh, gave me my treatment, she was super cute and very nice, but she barely spoke any English, but it was so nice communicating with her in all the kind of ways. And she came in and, and saw me crying, probably heard me before from the outside too. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Like just wiping away my tears. And then she was like, I will get the doctor. And they have an Ayurvedic doctor over there. Um, and she gave me a plan, like what to do. And she was the only one over there who, um, her English was really good. So, and she came in and she was like, are you okay? Very small, old lady, so cute. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm okay. She was like, you know what? Just lay down and think about it. I was like, okay, because I was, I was craving for some support in that situation. I was craving for a hug or anything like that. And all she was saying was just like, lay down and think about it and I was like okay well so I laid down and thought about what was happening and that I think was a turning point for me too because that kind of showed me that I was pushing down my emotions for the last few months all the time because I had to be strong I had to be in my shop I had to like yeah just pretend that I did not care about my conditions with my skin and I had to pretend that everything was okay. Of course, people talked to me about it. And of course, I never said I'm super good because people could tell, but I was still pretending that I took it as a very strong woman. And yes, I never really let go of my emotions. So yeah, and that's one thing I realized that evening. And um, yeah, they canceled all my treatments that day. Yeah, and I remember um, I was talking to my boyfriend on the phone and he was like, well, just just have a little walk on the beach and, and, and just see what's happening. And maybe you want to write down something and just let it go with the water. And actually, that's what I did. So I wrote down every emotion that I felt. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It took me like 20 minutes. And then I had a list of emotions that I was feeling inside of me. And then I, I just, I remember, um, yeah, I, I, I cut all these words. Um, into little pieces so I had a little piece of paper for every emotion I had and I went to the beach and I took a seashell for every emotion I had and and yeah I I crumped it like I I put them in little teeny tiny bowl no no what it's balls uh, paper balls exactly and I put them into the seashells and I just put them in a roll and just laid it down on on the water um, on the beach and I just watched the water just catching them and just wiping them away And that was so relieving. That was like, that was, that was, yeah, it was crazy. It was just super crazy. That is so beautiful. (laughs) Just the imagery alone. I can see you there and I can see the water and the shells and, and just with every like lap of the water, just cleansing your body. And taking those emotions away. Oh, wow. Exactly. Yeah. I hope I can explain it the right way. It's hard for me to find the right words. But oh, you're, you're doing yeah. brilliantly. You really <laughs> are. You. Yeah, I'm trying my best. So, yeah, but the thing was, when I think about that situation, when I think about watching the, the paper balls, like just going with the water, I remember that it felt so quiet all of a sudden like all these emotions were so quiet even though water is moving it was 
still very calm, kind of. It was strong, but calm. And it was so nice to see that, to, to like feel that, that strong, big, moving and, and thunderstormy-like feelings inside of me, just getting wiped away, very calm, but strong. It, it, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It was just a very magical moment for me. And I think from that time on, I was able to, yeah, to grow maybe like from the inside out that that's how it felt to me. And um, so, yeah, I had this very motivating, strong feeling inside of me from that night on. And um, I think it was after five or six days when I was there, like kind of like in the middle. And then, um, yeah, that whole uh, held on until I think four days before um, my flight was going back to Germany. And um, yeah, I, me- I remember four days before I was like, okay, I can't take this anymore. I don't have anyone to talk to. And like, I'm just with myself, except for the, the um, treatment lady I see every now and then. I don't want to take this anymore. Um, I just want to go home. And I was so homesick. I was so homesick. Uh, which is actually not really me because I've been all over the world, but I've never really felt homesick except for that night. And um, yeah, so it was really, I was so close to drive to the airport, back to the airport and just go with any plane back home. And again, my boyfriend was there to talk to me on the phone and he said, just stay and just go with the next four days because I, I did so good already and it's almost over and it felt so good and I learned so much, yada, yada, yada. And so I was like, he's right. I'll just go through the next four days. And they passed by really fast, actually. And I was just ready to go home, to be home with all the things I learned, all the, the energy I felt inside of me. I just wanted to be in my usual common surroundings with all the new things that I brought with me. And um, yeah, I remember him picking me up at the airport and I saw him and I smiled at him and he smiled back and looked at me and he said, oh my god look at you you're just shining you're just a big star right now and I looked at him and that's how I felt actually I felt like I was so calm and that I was just like I don't know something was shiny about me I guess (laughs) so yeah I was glowing and and I was just like I was there you know and my skin was almost clear it was just very teeny tiny spots some on my arms like super super tiny and I think like little scratches I had still on my face, but you could see that those were just scratches that were healing. They were not fresh anymore. And yeah, and then I came home. I was super happy to be home. It was, I think it was seven or something or maybe eight o'clock at night already when I got home. Um, so we had dinner together and we went to bed. Next morning, I woke up, looked in the mirror and my skin was red again and I couldn't believe it. And I stood there and I, I remember I looked at myself and I started to cry. I was like, that can't be true. And I was working so hard and everything. And yeah, but that made me realize, even though I was doing so, so good and my skin was clear for almost, yeah, almost a week. Um, when I'm back into my surroundings, my skin starts to flare up again. And that showed me that um, it's not only what you do it's not only what you eat it's not only which 
medicine you take or not. It's about what you think and how you feel. And it's about your surroundings too. And um, so it's a whole part of everything. And it's not just one thing. And I mean, there is a reason why it's called body, mind and soul. I mean, it's a whole thing all together. And like your body is healing, but that does not mean that you will feel better if your mind is not healing. Same with your soul. You have to do a whole thing. And that's what I really realized. Today. And um, so, yeah, but my skin was way better than before, even though I had a little flare up again. And I remember um, I, yeah, the doctor always uh, also told me and the Ayurvedic doctor back in Sri Lanka, she also, first thing she did, she cut my nails like super, super short. And um, so I was not able to scratch anymore. I kept that um, for a very long time. I had super short nails and that was super hard for me because I love my long polished nails. <laughs> and um, that was really a big thing. And also one thing that she told me, which was going totally against what I learned with topical steroid, um, that was to drink a lot of water, hot water, no tea hot water i remember i asked her why hot water and she was like well do you do your dishes with cold water and i was like well okay so okay i get it i have to clean my body that's why i have to use hot water okay i get it and then i was like but why can i not just drink tea because after a couple of days i got really sick like drinking that water anymore and without any taste and i was like can i at least drink some tea and she looked at me again she was like do you wash your dishes with tea? <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> so yeah, and um, so two to three liters every day of hot water. And I kept that going until today. I mean, uh, today I drink tea again, but still I try to, like every morning I, uh, I make myself two liters of tea and I drink that throughout the day. And I keep them in my little... <laughs> um, what is it a cup a big cup I don't know (laughs) and yeah so that's something I kept also I mean I went vegan um, all the way and stuff like that so with all these thingies um, and all the the, um, the experiences I had I was able to get out of the flares within a couple of days and it was not um weeks and months anymore it was just a couple of days and my skin cleared up again then I had another flare for three to four days and it got better and you could really tell since then my skin got better and better and better and better so yeah and as I said I mean this is a very very big and long story but um, I can really tell that you have to heal every single part not just your body also your mind and also your soul (laughs) Gosh, Natasia, I just, I can't, like this, there's so many layers to your story and your journey. And I completely agree. It's not even just about the skin, but everything going on underneath and, and around you. Um, I knew a lot about your story just from things that we've talked about over the years, but, um, but not every detail. And I, I just, I feel that much closer to you now too. And I, and I feel like, um, it's inspiring and you've re-inspired me too, just to continue to dig deeper and deeper and deeper and peeling back those layers. Because a lot of times I feel like skin is a metaphor, you know, it's like we're shedding our layers physically, but also emotionally. And so hearing what you've gone through, very similar to what I've gone through. And I know 
um, others that maybe are stuck, you know, where they feel like they haven't quite figured it out yet. They're still having a lot of skin symptoms, haven't always done that internal reflection. <laughs> so uh, I'm just so delighted to have been witness to your story. So let's say our goodbyes here while, I, while this little one uh, is on my lap. We'll say our goodbyes, but thank you. I so appreciate your time and you opening up your heart to us. And let's make sure we can. Let's talk really soon. Yes, thank you so much for, for having me again. And yeah, for letting me telling my story because when you have a story yourself, you never think that it would touch somebody or that somebody would be interested in it. But yeah, it was kind of nice for me to, to go through my whole journey of my skin. That felt good too. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.